Welcome to You've Been Watching, behind-the-scenes podcast with behind-the-scenes people, because behind-the-scenes people have the best opinions you never hear. Right, Brian? We're the smartest people ever. Okay. Just ask me, I'll tell you. <laughs> Big jam. <laughs> Big jam. That's all I got to say. If you know what it means, you know what it means. Special guest today, Dave Kingpin, whatever they call you in the world, Rieger, filled in for Brian when Brian was getting all augmented into his future <laughs> robotic I was getting self. fixed. Getting fixed. <laughs> Getting fixed. When's that? When's that uh, next shoulder replacement to get the bionic arm? Going? I'm planning it now. <laughs> oh, glad, glad to be back. Yeah, Eric really wants to know when the next time you're leaving is. <laughs> he just likes saying whatever, Dave. Whatever, Dave. <laughs> um, so, like we said, the show's called "You've Been Watching," but over the last two weeks, as we've planned our next uh, couple shows, it's turned in from "You've Been Watching" to "You've Been Wrong" all this time <laughs> with Brian Morton because while. Brian was gone. Dave and I, we, we talked Top Gun Maverick. We talked Jurassic, the new Jurassic World movie. And in that, we, we, we talked about how great Top Gun was and you know where we would put it in the Pantheon and what kind of ranking we would give it. Well, Dave made a comment. It's not a secret comment. He's told it to us before that in all the movies he's seen, there's one. One movie that he would give a perfect 10 to. Can't be changed. Can't be altered. It's a 10. Best you, know, best you can do. And while I don't disagree that it's a great movie, it's it's one of the best movies. It's it's very high up there. Ten seems steep. It does, and I know for a fact that Brian does not agree with the ten because Brian has pointed out several things that he's just not really a you know a fan of in it. So that being said, I'm going to sit back. You're not going to hear from me for very uh, very often <laughs> on this, except for occasional laughter as I listen to this, and I'm going to let you two have this conversation. So. Dave to serve. Dave, present the case. I feel that uh, while, if not a perfect 10, a 9.99, The Dark Knight. You're already hedging your bet now. Okay. Only because of the Maggie (laughs) Gyllenhaal character, but that's a different argument. Yeah, that's true. But um, I feel that the lack of CGI, I feel that uh, Heath Ledger, I feel that Christian Bale, I feel the story... Uh, it just all just came together um, for the Dark Knight. Which story? We're talking about there's there's the, the Joker story. There's the Two Face story. Which story did you enjoy? Every every part of it. I I just thought it was all very well put together. I thought it. Unfortunately, Heath Ledger passed away, which then changed the Dark Knight Rises, which I think probably would have been as good or even better if they could have continued on with the Joker story. But, um, you know, See, first happen. of all, Batman yes. Begins was actually a good movie. It was, and I agree Even with though you. the Batman in it is god-awful. Christian Bale's just a terrible And Batman. the only reason why you think he's god-awful, which we've talked over yeah. at nauseum, is because he changes his voice. No, he doesn't. I know you like me talking like this It's to not you, changing his voice. It's that cookie monster metal where it's... <laughs> and most people go, what did he say? I don't know. He said something tough. I think he's going to hit that guy. He's Batman, you know. So he's like, no, Batman doesn't do that. He's not a big guy to start with. Batman's supposed to be, you know, athletic. Christian Bale never appeared athletic to me. Okay. But but the first one I actually enjoyed because you've got the, the story of Batman between during the training years of becoming Batman. So I enjoyed that. Him becoming Batman is like, no, no, you're not. You're a terrible Batman. And the cowl comes down under his chin so his mouth is in a little hole and it's god awful but the second one that's not the joker the joker doesn't paint his face uh the maggie gyllenhaal story 
was just terrible. It was like, that was awful. They they bring in Two-Face, who's an amazing Batman villain, and just waste him. They put him in a hospital, and then they kill him. Like, that's a great character. And then they built down that to Bane. And Bane's another one. It's like, now I got two characters in a movie. I can't understand what the hell they're saying. <laughs> you are right about Bane, and I think that they remastered it in the DVD so you could understand what he said a little bit easier. So I would agree with you with the Bane character. But your favorite Batman, and you just said that Batman is not supposed to be big, and it's Ben Affleck was uh, but just, I mean. You're supposed to believe that this guy, even as Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck, he might punch me in the face if I said the wrong thing to his girlfriend. He might hit me. I believe that. Christian Bale is, to me, as as believably tough as Tom Cruise. See, I thought that Christian you Bale know? was more of a was more of a uh, like a Playboy type Bruce Wayne. So is Ben Affleck. I, I would really. argue he's more of a recluse. You don't see him ever go out. He kind of just yeah. You, you never saw, see him. But you see him going to the party with his with the two with the two figure skaters yeah. or whatever nah. the, the gymnasts yeah. or whatever. You see him. He comes out of the sweet car. You know, you, you you do see him come out every once in a see, while. Christian Bale started off with a strike to me to start with <laughs> from the from the Terminator series with the the whole rant that was recorded off air. Yeah. So once right. you reveal yourself to be that kind of person to me, it's like yeah, I'm kind of done. But okay, but. Like Ben as Affleck Batman, hasn't had any off-set uh, uh, problems. Oh, no. come on. Not right. like that, we, where you're we, screaming we, at people trying to work I, with him. I know. You know. And, and yeah, look, I understand they're actors, and you got to walk away. It's just, it wasn't a good movie. It wasn't a good, it wasn't a good Batman movie. You're basing, the whole premise of the trilogy was, let's make it real. It's in the real world. It's like, it's a dude in a bat suit. Reels already left the building for me, you know. So, so don't make it real. Make it. I, I believe Iron Man would, looked pretty real, but I also believe he's going to build, you know. But a that's suit. the reason why I liked it because it made it wasn't it, a comic it, because book movie. it made it seem more real. It's it's it it wasn't the uh, the Marvel universe where we're flying around and and all stuff. I mean, you you know what you're going into. With that movie, the 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 lack of the CG, the lack of CGI, just I thought made it so it made it so real. Now, one other aspect of it that could have made it even better for me was that it also was the first movie that I ever saw um, on like a Blu-ray on 1080p, where it just kind of kind of just exploded onto the screen, and that 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 first scene where they're going into the bank all the awful awfulness isn't very clear for you i just thought it was very cool i just thought it was very real i just thought it was i just thought it Look, was very well done i thought heath ledger was an excellent villain he was great. he was a very psychotic bad guy is he the joker well what no, he's okay, not the what, joker every joker you've ever seen i guess except for the comic books uh his makeup every no. jo- all the jokers always no. had makeup on the, the joker in the new pattinson that's not makeup well He's yeah. he fell into acid. It bleached his skin. Right. The, the you know that to me. There's a yeah. and I know I'm an old guy and I'm a sort of a comic book purist. Mm-hmm. But Batman doesn't pine for the girlfriend. The whole scene of him standing on the rubble, hanging his head. It's like that was just to get this amazing shot of Batman. It's like mm-hmm. no, no, Batman's a hero. He knows this is going to happen. That's why we don't do that stuff. And the Joker doesn't paint his face. He's you know he's. Uh, he's a villain, and he's a villain because of Batman. And this, there's no connection between the two of them other than the Joker goes, I'm going to go get that guy because he's wearing a bat suit. 
So if there's no Batman, the Joker would just do something else, apparently. Then, then yeah. what made the what made the Ben Affleck Batman in your mind a better Batman or a better story with the Justice League? The the whole the or Batman versus Superman. I don't know if the story ba- ba- was Batman better. Batman doesn't does Batman ever go and want to fight Superman in the comic books? Yeah. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I didn't know. That's one of the big points in the comic books is Batman has a plan when he joins the Justice League, he immediately forms a plan of how to take down everybody in the Justice League if he needs to. Okay. Because he doesn't have powers. All these people have powers and he realizes the Superman could be a wonderful hero. It could go south really quickly. How would I stop that? So what okay, so give us so what makes the Ben Affleck your to your, me, your, your Ben Batman. Affleck number one, he was believable to me as Bruce Wayne. I thought he looked like a rich guy when he's the whole uh interaction scene with Gal Gadot in the party with Lex Luthor. I I thought he looks like he belongs here. Now, Christian Bale, the same thing. He believed as Batman. When he was Batman, there's the sequence where he rescues Martha Kent. That's the best Batman sequence I think has ever been filmed. Because it's a fight, but it's a legitimate fight. The guys are shooting him. They're shooting him. The one guy shoots him in the back of the head, but he's got the Batman cowl on. And so... The fight is give and take. It's not Pam Boom like, you know, Adam West or mm-hmm. and a lot of the stuff in um in the Nolan stuff, I never saw Batman take a punch or a blow. And I mean maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe B- I Bane broke his back. Come on. Well, I mean yeah, and then also he got attacked by some he got attacked by dogs. That I remember the the scene in the parking structure when he when he first came out. I mean, so he did get he did get beat up. Okay, so maybe I need to revisit it slightly. The thing about the Bale Batmans is they set it up great with, you know, uh, Liam Neeson and the, we can teach you, you know how to engage six men. We can teach you to engage 600. And that's what he's referring to. You don't ever see that. You see him in the party scene when the Joker comes for Harvey Dent. He fights four guys, but he never throws a punch. He literally just keeps his arms up blocking and, like, elbowing people. Mm. That's what we never got. We never got the... We never got... He knows how to do all this fighting. We never saw him do it. It was a lot of him getting kicked and then elbowing Yeah, I want to see head. a John that, Wick but type that, but that was the whole. that was the whole thing of the League... If you're bringing up Liam Neeson, that was the whole League of Shadows. You're, you're coming out of the shadows. You're, you're not, you're not going to be throwing... You're not going to have that much offense. It's going to be probably more defense and more of, um, you know... You know, just uh, come. You know, not. I guess coming. Yeah, like like just coming out of the shadows and more defense and more like, not necessarily being on the offense, but maybe more defense. So maybe that was the whole point was that the uh, Ben Affleck Batman could be more on the offense mm-hmm. for the way that the writer decided to write that part. I think the and core it of it to me was it, you started you know, with with Ra's al Ghul, who is an amazing Batman character created in the seventies. But in the in the story, he's been there forever. He's he's almost immortal. There are um, places he goes. They're called the Lazarus Pits, where if he dies, we put his body in the Lazarus Pit and he regenerates. He's right. back to life and he's himself again. And I, when I saw Batman Begins, I thought this is going to be cool. And then they kill him at the end and he's gone. It's like no, no. We had a great story built up here that you just sort of let fly you know okay we'll kill him it was like the two-face story to me he's like oh i i the minute i saw two-face 
I was so happy. It's like, oh, my God, and he looked amazing, and he was cool. And then they put him in the hospital, and Joker blew him up. It's like, what? You know, so maybe it's the realism. It's a comic book. It's Batman. Yeah. I don't need realism. Not that the Justice... I like, I like practical effects, right. so the CGI doesn't bother right. me one way or and, the other. And not that the, the Justice League movie was bad by any means. I enjoyed it, and I think Ben Affleck did a good job. Yeah. I just don't feel that he was on the level of Christian Bale. Uh, as Batman or as Bruce Wayne, and uh, in the Robert Pattinson character in the new Batman, yeah. he was he was not a good Bruce Wayne as far as I was concerned. He was a decent Batman, but that was a young Batman yeah. when he was just starting out. Right, and I am not used to Batman like me- messing up or making mistakes or that one scene where he he flips over the 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 semi and then falls out to the and, ground and that's it's like, a difference that doesn't because, happen to batman well i i will say this one he he's a great batman but he's also a great bruce wayne because like you said it's year one he doesn't realize that if he doesn't like start establishing himself as a kind of a, a jerk you know billionaire playboy everybody's gonna go you just got back batman just showed up these pieces yeah. are fitting very well together so it's good for that also, I would argue that it that, that the the Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson is perfect because it gives the realism of Nolan, but you also get the characters in yeah. a different way. Penguin yeah. isn't like a squawk penguin kind of guy. He's a guy that's looks like it, acts like it. So you get the realism, you still get the guy. We're gonna get the Joker, theoretically, yeah, in that way, you know. So I, I agree with it that I think that Batman's probably the best one because it sets it up in a real way, but it also gives you the comic booky fun stuff that you want. But you're and also enjoyable. You're also looking at Batman's and like the patents of Batman, you're right. He's the he's just starting, he's figuring it out, right. he's making mistakes. The the Nolan Batman is a, a completely different. He's almost a James Bondy Batman where he's he's really smooth and he's really figured it out. Mm-hmm. And the Affleck Batman is Batman. After Robin's been killed, right, and he's a very angry, bitter, right. solitary. And I Batman. Also, will add this that another cool thing that I really liked about the Nolan Batman's were the uh, Morgan Freeman character with all the cool gadgets. You did not get yeah. that with the Affleck right. Batman. You did not obviously get it with the Pattinson because he's just starting out. So I also like that. Well, uh, a lot. And in the comic books, that character is in the comic books. Right. Lucius but Fox. he right. also doesn't right. interact with Batman. Mm-hmm. Lucius Fox interacts with Bruce Wayne. Right. right. Not to mention the fact that the, the Tumblr, or the Tumblr Batmobile. Oh, the gadgets. Oh, my God. Were, that were thing pretty was cool. awesome. Yes. There, there are good moments in it. I just think overall, he's a terrible Batman. Doesn't just, beat Pattinson's Mustang. That Mustang. Yeah, the Mustang is cool. It was cool, but again, it it, it wasn't, and I guess I went into it not expecting and not knowing that it was going to be like year two Batman. Yeah. So I went into it not expecting it, so I kind of got- Cool Batmobile. I kind of got a little surprised, I guess, and maybe I will have to go and rewatch the Batman and see if it, you know, if I feel a different way after watching it again. If I can carve out three hours. The, yeah. only, the only thing I would say I take away from the the Batman that I didn't enjoy was the fact that he's living in a clock tower. Like, that's not... Like, yeah. Batman lives in a house. Yeah, where's Wayne Manor? The, yeah, that, that's what we needed was Wayne Manor, not them mm-hmm. living in an apartment it's in the same the with Nolan. There wasn't a Wayne Manor in the Nolan but, ones. Yeah, yeah. in the first one there was. The first one? Yeah. And uh, Ra's al Ghul burns it down, so okay. he lived... Yeah. They rebuild the house, it's but been in a while the second since one, I've he's seen living those. in an apartment yeah. in the city. Right. Uh, okay. 
So you mentioned it multiple times, so I can use it as a jumping in point. The Joker doesn't paint his face. Yes. That's your that's one of your big sticking uh, yes. points. Yeah. That's completely fine. It is what it is. What about the Joker? The Joaquin Phoenix Joker. He paints his face. It's not acid, it's not it's makeup. I don't take that as a comic book movie though. Okay. I went into that somebody told me before I went in, if you go in looking for a comic book movie, you're terribly disappointed. That's awful. If you go in looking at it as a horror movie, sort of a taxi driver type movie, okay. you'll love it. And so I went, okay, it's not the Joker. It's just a guy who's going to pretend to be the Joker. Then I was fine with it. Because it was a little... <clears throat> it fits more with Nolan's Batman than it would with Pattinson's Batman. I look at it because as it's a Nolan realistic. origin story. I look at it as like a Nolan origin story. Pretty much. It's how you're going to get the Joker... He's going to go crazy and all that, and then eventually the acid comes, and he he goes from wanting to look like that to never being able to look any different. If you remember the ending of that movie, it, it ended with they're out in the streets and rioting, and then you see what happens with Bruce Wayne's parents yeah. getting killed. So it's almost like they're leading into yeah. him being a bigger part of the Batman story because it had nothing to do with the Batman story until the very end. And it was a great movie, and he did a great job. Oh, yeah, it's a good movie. He was crazy, and it was great, but I think that we'll know more leading, because how how part one ended leading into part two. The only thing it had to do with the Batman was that, or with with Batman and Bruce Wayne, was that for a a period there, he was led to believe that, uh, I am not blanking on Batman's father's name. Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne was his father. Yeah. He was led to believe Thomas Wayne was his father. Right. Other oh, than that, right. there is no tie to right. Bruce. He meets but, Bruce Wayne for about five seconds. Right. Yeah. Because at the end is where that whole scene takes place. So maybe in part two, we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. But I thought it was very well done, but it did have, it had nothing to do, as 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 well as the Joker that played in the Suicide Squad movies. Oh, Jerry same, Leto. Same, same Jerry thing. Leto. And he, yeah. and his face was also. It was bleached. Uh, bleached. So. Yes. And well, and they explain and they explain the tattoos just off camera. If you right. the books, the story was and the and the grill, the fake grill mm-hmm. was supposedly because Affleck broke his teeth out of his face hitting him. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and that drove the Joker a little crazier. Yeah, and it's like that's what I want. Jared Leto as the Joker to me worked. You just didn't get the same Joker we all got the. You know the purple suit. You got yeah. like, the purple leather jacket and the. And yeah, the I didn't mind him as the Joker. It, it I I didn't mind Heath Ledger as a villain. I just felt like th- it was a weird Joker. It wasn't the Joker to me. Yeah. The Joker does stuff for chaos's sake. Yeah, it felt like Heath Ledger's character was more trying to take over the Gotham gangs, and so to me it's like no, he's got a plan. Joker doesn't make a plan. Joker just does stuff that's crazy and violent. Yeah. You know. And so maybe that's part of it, too. But as a good villain, he was an excellent Batman villain. I just had a problem calling him the Joker. He's not the Joker. I would argue with that, actually. And we we need to wrap this one up. But I would argue with that, that the Joker doesn't make a plan. I would argue the Joker is the most meticulous person there is. He just doesn't give a crap when everything goes wrong. He has no (laughs) problem. But he's one of those people. Like, Like the scene where he goes in, when he first meets all the mobsters, and he's, you know, trying to blackmail them to give me all the money so that I'll do it. But... If the Joker didn't have a plan, he wouldn't have had a grenade ready to go under his jacket in case they decided to come at him. He plans everything out. It's just he has no problem. Or in the scene where they're chasing uh, with the big truck scene where they're chasing after him, he had a plan of how he wanted to get Harvey Dent. 
but he also didn't care when he shot a rocket launcher into a truck because that did the same thing. He's but, meticulous in what he does. He just doesn't give yeah, a crap. To me, I mean, the grand plan is always kill Batman. Well, yeah, That's okay. his ultimate goal, no matter what he starts doing, is to get to Batman and kill him, not take over the gangs. And maybe taking over the gangs is the start of but, the plot to I mean, get, draw he, Batman and, out. You to know. you know, to uh, to Eric's point, um, the bank robbery scene at the beginning of the Dark Knight. That's all planned out where the buses are coming around, and I mean, so that's well, all. And that's, that's what all, I'm saying. That's Joker well, that's, is that's about all, chaos. That, that's and, all well planned too, but it was well planned that the that the the buses were going to come and they'd hop on the bus and they'd have that and it all worked out very well. well he'd hop on the bus. He had it planned so. out where he was the only one that left that building. But so. it was all planned yeah. out. So, so I, I see so what you're I, saying so about you. the, and I see what you're saying too. And I maybe I re- need to revisit the Nolan movies. I think we all need to rewatch these movies together. <laughs> it, it might break out in a fight. It's movie a, night at Dave's. Yeah, house. you've been watching viewing party. Okay, so <laughs> Dave is. I think. I think no matter what just happened here, Dave's going to stand firm at a ten. Yeah, is that fair to say? Yeah. I okay. Think it's a great movie. I, I'm going to make this easy. I'm going to say eight point five. I'm I'm okay. not taking anything away That's from these score, and I pro- I've seen this movie many times, and I, I have no problem watching it again. Yeah. Eight point five because, like we said, the Gyllenhaal switch didn't work for me. Right, yeah. we didn't actually get ever. You think you got it? I don't think we ever really got Bruce Wayne, like the Playboy party Bruce Wayne. Yeah, we yeah. never got that. It was a lot more of the dark and all that. So Brooding, I'm gonna say eight point five. Yes. It's still a phenomenal movie. It's one of the best Batman movies if you can look past the fact that Christian Bale is Batman. So for me, it's eight point five, ten, eight point five. I I would I would say maybe a five. Wow. I, I I mean I might rewatch uh. it. I look, I'm not above rewatching something and saying, hey, maybe I was wrong. I've done it in the past with other movies, mm-hmm. uh, and so maybe I'll sit down and rewatch it. But it's like it just doesn't do it for me. And the minute Batman talks and it's the Cookie Monster voice, <laughs> I'm out. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I need to. I need Batman to be a tough guy, but. <laughs> I, I I just I, I pictured everybody going. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what did he say? Is he mad at us? I don't know what he said. It's like <laughs> well, that's the good thing about America. Everybody's got an opinion. <laughs> that's true. Uh, the difference is everybody's got an opinion, but according to Brian, you've been wrong. Yes, he has no problem telling us not only that we're wrong, but here's why you're wrong, and that, that's, what we, that's what we love about it. Just so you know, if you listen to the show with the intention of us reviewing stuff, that's not going to happen anymore. It's going to be you've been wrong with Brian Morton. We're going to get someone in every week, and he's going to explain why they did something wrong in their life and how to change. It's going to be a self-help show. I call it teaching. <laughs> I call it dictating, if you ask it's... me. <laughs> All right. maybe, maybe that's half the word you're looking for. <laughs> cool. All right, so this is You've Been Watching. It's been the You've Been Wrong, uh, you know, Dave. Brian's I don't therapy couch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've been wrong. I don't think you've been wrong at all. And I'm willing to say maybe I was wrong, and I'll rewatch the movie I think, and, and see. I think there's going to be a 2.0 of this one. I it really en- do believe it. Gonna... Brian Morton. Can't wait. Yeah, but you've got to sit down and watch... Batman versus Superman. I'm going to do that. You need to do that. That's a good one. That's a good one. So, like I said, you've been watching Dave Rieger. We really appreciate you coming in and just being part you, of this. No problem. Dave loves abuse. He does. Brian, uh, you fixed something. But I love you. abusing. Right. You like abusing. <laughs> uh, my thanks to Brian Morton. And as always, I'm Eric Dorsch. We'll talk again soon.